you're now listening to is the Social Media by the Plus Money. Welcome back, guys. Yes. I'm so sorry. I did this whole thing and I had this whole great speech and I did this whole video and I was so proud of myself. And then I did all this recording and stuff and then I was like, oh my God, totally messed that up. Pause. I forgot to hit record. Ah! It's the best thing ever. So, you know, but it's okay. Real players mess up t- sometimes. But welcome back to It's Just Social Media. Um, I am your host, The Plush Mommy, a.k.a. Nefertiti, CEO and founder of Brooklyn Social, social media marketing firm for all your social media and marketing needs and digital marketing needs. Um, so this podcast basically is for people who have trouble with social media. They're running a business. They're individuals. They don't know how to work it. They want to work it. They want to be on there, but they don't know how. And they think they do. Ah! Yes, I'm talking to you, Lizzo fans. Ah! <laughs> Knee slapper. Um, so I'm here to help you. All right, so help me help you. Um, so let's get into it. The tip of the day, we're going to talk about the content, right? We're going to talk about putting the right content on the right platforms. We have Facebook, we have Instagram, we have Twitter, we have Pinterest, we have YouTube, we have TikTok. We have so many different places that we can put content. But what we tend to see is that people are just throwing and dumping content on everything, just opening up all the accounts all at once and dumping all the content on all the accounts all at once. Nah, bruh. It's not going to work. So what we have to make sure is that you're putting the right content on the right platforms. Don't put your content out on platforms that are just for Instagram. Some things work on Instagram that don't work on Facebook. And a lot of the reason is that because there are different generations on these platforms. Facebook started in 2004 for college students of 2004. Those college students are now in their 30s and 40s. That means Facebook is being used by an older generation, okay? And then when it opened to the public, our parents, grandparents, aunts and uncles also joined. So Facebook, as my students love to say, is for the old people, okay? You don't want to make, you want to make sure that you're not putting Facebook, you know, content on Instagram and and vice versa. You don't want to put like cool, like some things just don't translate to Facebook. Right. Currently right now, Facebook has like a thing with memes. It's a lot of meme sharing, right? It's a lot of articles. It's a lot of, and it's a lot of fake news, to be honest with you, articles that have no reputable, reputable sources and things like that. But it's a lot of that. So you want to make sure that whatever content you're sharing goes along the lines of what kind of works with Facebook. Facebook does really well with articles. Facebook does really, really well with video. Facebook does really, really well with think pieces and um, short blurbs and stuff like that. You can also do a lot of um if you want to do, like when I keep telling you guys to be yourselves and be authentic and share pieces of yourself, Facebook is really good for your story. Share your story, share your why. Put that on Facebook. Now for Instagram, you want to make sure that you're putting your content that kind of translates on Instagram, right? So the content for Instagram, pictures obviously, because it's a picture platform, short um, short captions, lots of hashtags, but use hashtags in your comments, not in your actual caption. Um, because people tend to not read the caption if they see there's a lot of hashtags in it. I learned that the hard way. Um, And also video, again. But now what you're putting in the picture and the video doesn't really go well with what you put on Facebook, right? So be mindful of that. 
two-minute videos are really great for Instagram TV, whereas three-minute videos are awesome for Facebook because you can get monetized on Facebook Watch versus on Instagram, right? So be mindful of what you're sharing. Insta stories are really great so that you can share people up-to-date information as to what you're doing right this moment. People love to see that. They love to see exactly what you're doing because people be nosy, man. You got to show the behind-the-scenes stuff. You can do that on Instagram. So those those are little tits, tips. Whoopsies. Was that a Freudian slip? Was that? I think it was. I'm joking. <laughs> but you can show little tips um, and tricks and stuff like that on your Instagram that you really can't show on Facebook just because it's just, it's a much more formal platform because your grandma's on there and you can't be like doing too much on Facebook, right? So like, that's how I always say like, some things don't really translate well. I know that for like my Brooklyn social page, for instance, a lot of the stuff that I share on my Instagram page, I share on Brooklyn social's Facebook page. It does nothing on Facebook at all. So I have to start sharing articles and things that go along the lines of what I already say so it can back up my statements. That stuff does well with my Facebook page versus what I put on my Instagram page infographics and selfies and um, visual things obviously go well on Instagram because it's a visual platform. So just always know that what you're putting out there makes a difference. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. (laughs) Um, All right. So outside of that, the topic of the day. Um, Well, let's start with the trending topic. I see that my girl Lizzo has gone viral again. And I got to say, I love that you guys are taking the bait. I absolutely love it because she is here for it. She wants y'all to take this bait and you are falling for it every time. And it tickles me pink. It tickles me to no end to see how everyone keeps falling for it because it honestly, and I, it's easy to say, just scroll past it if you don't like it and don't click on it if you don't like it. It's easy to say that, but we all know how people work. Like, it's just not going to be like that. You know what I mean? People aren't like that. They're going to look, they're going to be outraged and fake mad or whatever. Um, I'm going to say a few things on this Lizzo thing because it is trending and it's a big deal and people talk about it. And, you know, it's something that's happening. I'm going to say this. Lizzo is an artist. Okay. We are in a day. We are in in the digital age. Artists now aren't able to get as much sales and attention for things when they are just singing a song. It is what it is. It's just facts of the matter is that's just how it works. Now, older artists, obviously, they have the strength of their legend to kind of back them up, right? So you're never going to see Mary J. Blige show up to a Lakers game with her song on. You're not going to see that because Mary J. Blige has has classic hits to carry her into the next stratosphere. Lizzo doesn't have that just yet. She just got here. She didn't even just get here. She's been here for like, what, eight years? However... She does have shock value. And the thing about her is that she is a big woman. And big women are just not seen as appetizing. I know that was a poor choice of words. So let's go back to appealing. We're just not. We're not seen as sexy. We're not seen as sex symbols. And we're not seen as people that you want to see naked and see body parts for. And so therefore, it is something that's going to shock you when there is a big woman that is in this industry who is willing to show you every inch of her body and then some. Her album cover is quite literally her butt booty ass naked. Every single time this girl takes her clothes off, it shows up on my timeline. And it's hilarious to me because it shows up on my timeline because somebody is mad about it, about why why does she do too much? She don't need to do all that. She don't need to do all that. Clearly she does because you're talking about it. 
And it's the same rule of Donald Trump. It's the same rule of Lizzo. It's the same rule of Kim Kardashian. It's the same rule for all of it. If we stop talking about it, we won't see it anymore. End of story. If we stop talking about her, we probably won't listen to her music either. Pop music Pop music in general is fleeting. So with that, and because she got put in the pop box, that's not her doing, that's us. So because she got put in a pop box, we are now going to need more than just that. We consume so much from these artists that we have to see so much from these artists. So she's doing what she does best. This is something that she does. And this is always what something she's always done. It's not new. It's not just because she got popular. It's that it's shocking because she's popular now. So the fame coupled with, you know, the internet, it always goes like that. So please be mindful that every time you click, share, talk, like, comment, whatever this name, it just adds to her credibility as an artist and adds to her notoriety. And it's only going to get better or worse, depending on your opinion, for it. The only opinion I'll ever have is the fact that I just hope she washed her ass after because those seats are disgusting and unsanitary and she had her bare ass on those seats. And oh my God, that's crazy. However, outside of that, do you boo? I'm, I'm proud of you, Lizzo, because you know what? She knows how to use this internet exactly the way it's supposed to be used. And I tell you this, I keep telling y'all, this is the stuff that goes viral. Get people outraged and they will share your stuff. Make the people mad. To this day, my most popular episodes are the episodes where I am going off on y'all and I'm saying some stuff that you don't like. Ever to this day, when I call you guys out and I say what I say and I say the truth and I and I drop these gems and I'm all, you know, I'm passionate about it and aggressive or whatever, you guys are like, ooh, girl, that's snap. Mm-hmm, I love this episode, blah, blah, blah. It is what it is. Human nature just loves negativity. We feed off that stuff. So I'm not going to sit up here and act like Lizzo is not out here doing it right? Of course she is. Do I agree with it? Not really, but it's not because of children. Because if you're afraid of a butt cheek in the, in the stable center, then don't take your kids to the beach. Like, just get, like, it's not about that. It's not about these children. These children are going to see butt cheeks no matter which way to, to whatever. They have internet access and they have beaches. They're going to see a butt cheek once or twice in their life. It is what it is. So I'm not worried about these kids. FTK. <laughs> and if you don't know what that means, go look that up. <laughs> But honestly, I'm not worried about them children. Ain't nobody worried about these kids. <laughs> ain't nobody, ain't nobody worried about these children. I'm not worried about these children. I'm not worried about the children at the Staples Center. I'm not worried about it being a family affair. She could take her butt to a baseball game, a basketball game, a hockey game. She could take her butt to the beach. She could take her butt to my house. She could take her butt to a family function. She could wear all of what she's wearing or not wearing anywhere. Y'all still be mad. It doesn't matter. She could have put that up on Instagram. Still be mad. It doesn't matter. It really won't matter what she's doing because that's just what she does. And it is who she is. It's part of her brand. Being naked is quite literally a part of her brand. As well as playing the flute, as well as singing these bops, as well as rapping, as well as all of that stuff, as well as female empowerment, women empowerment, body positivity. You have so many things you can apply to this artist that it is what it is. Now, do I sound like I'm a standing for her? Absolutely, because I am a huge fan of Lizzo. I love her. So naturally, I'm going to say these things. But I also don't agree with it. No, would I ever wear that as a plus size body positive blogger for plush mommy? Hell no, I'm not putting my ass cheeks on these damn internets. Al Gore's internet didn't deserve that. I would never. No, I don't want to. My ass cheeks are for my man and my man only. And that's the end of that. Like, I refuse to do that. But that's just me and my personal preference. I have a right to not want to do that. I wouldn't need to tell you either that I don't like it because nobody gives a crap what my opinion is about Lizzo's butt cheeks. It's her butt cheeks. 
She can do what she wants with her butt cheeks. I'm going to go tell her what to do. Do you? That's whatever. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. For me, it matters that we are falling victim to this, this um, mindset that we're not allowed to be naked. Like you guys have to allow everyone. If you're going to allow everyone to be naked, then allow them to be naked. You can't act like, oh, I would have been mad if I saw Rihanna do it. No, you wouldn't have because you didn't even know she was. The point is you wouldn't have known that the skinny artists were naked in the first place because it doesn't get shared as much because it's normal. It has become normal. That type of sexuality is normal. We see her Free the nipple is an actual hashtag that got Rihanna back on Instagram. She got kicked off of Instagram for, I believe, over a year. Free the nipple is now a major hashtag for these people. Oh, no, she just clicked YouTube videos while she's trying to record. That's become an actual hashtag because of skinny women being naked on the Internet. So help me understand how this outrage is now is all encompassing for everybody. I miss me, miss me with the lies and the BS, because if it was, you would have had the same level of in intrigue when it happened, but you don't even know it happened because nobody cared. It was normal. It was seen as okay. It was seen as sexy. That's it. And I'm not saying anything that's not true. Look it up yourself. Just give it a Google. Just give it a chance. It's fine. It's right there for you. You can see all of it there. So that's right. And that and all of this ties into social media because once again, something has gone viral that has now increased her streams. I never got a chance to look up the streaming numbers between then and now. I want to see, and I'm going to see, if, I'm going to bring this back next week's episode to see like the spikes in numbers for every time she puts a naked booty post. I just want to know if there's like a spike in streaming numbers. I don't believe in selling butt to get like money or whatever. I'm not a fan of that. But again, that's how artists work. Gaga wore meat and chicken to a award show. And we were like, what are you doing, girl? You're doing too much. And then she stopped doing it once we stopped talking about it. That's how this works. That's how it always will work. As long as we are sharing and clicking and hashtagging and posting and making fun of and doing all this stuff for is, is going to be as long as this girl does it. Now, here's a fun fact. Nobody talked about it before and she was doing it anyway. So that means she ain't going to stop ever because she was doing it before she was famous. Now she's famous and she's doing it now. It is what it is get with it or go home. That's my opinion. All right. So TikTok, TikTok on the clock. So TikTok, new app, TikTok, super exciting. Um, a lot of people, I got a question like, is TikTok something I need to be on? Is like, do I have to be on TikTok? Is it good for my business? Should I be on TikTok? Blah, blah, blah. First of all, let's get into what TikTok is. TikTok is a video sharing social networking service owned by Bite dance. It is used to create short lip sync comedy and talent videos. The app was launched in 2017 for iOS and Android for markets outside of China by Bite Dance, a Beijing-based company founded in 2012 by Zhang Yiming. Um, okay, so basically, it's another, it's another video, it's a short video blurb type of thing. It kind of reminds me of um What's that platform called? 
the the Instagram destroyed them. Vine. It was it was Vine. It very much reminds me of Vine. There was another app where they did lip syncing. It kind of fell through. Um, but it reminds me of that one as well. TikTok has become really popular with the children, with the youngins. Um, and it is pretty cute, little cute little videos. You just do little um quick maybe a few seconds of just lip syncing or comedy or jokes or pratfalls. And then it just cuts to your name and that's it. And the TikTok. I don't have TikTok yet. Um, I don't need one. So I'm not on it, which goes into why this topic is important for a business owner. You don't have to be on every single platform that they release. Because the other thing is when these popular platforms get on, you have to be mindful that they're not going to be here forever. Some of them don't last forever. Vine, rest in peace, was one of them. So everybody was on Vine. You could use Vine as a business owner up until this moment, but at the, at the end of the day, it's not something that works. Now, on the same hand, if you are capable of using social media for the reason it's supposed to be used for, then yeah, sure ahead and go try it. I wouldn't say it would, I, I would say it doesn't hurt you to try it, right? But make sure that you're doing it the right way. I saw, I think it was a doctor or dentist's office. He used TikTok in most genius way where he, you know, posted different like clips and he cut to, cut to, cut to like different things of him doing dances, I think it was. And he went viral. His TikTok went viral on all the other platforms because of how he had done the dance and all this. Oh my God, he's so funny. Oh my God, he's so funny. Oh my God, I'm following TikTok, whatever. Um, and then also I'm looking at bloggers are now starting to use TikTok. Ironically enough, my other industry that I work in, which is plus size fashion, um, it's actually looking like a good move for for that industry, mainly because I'm looking at one of the bloggers. Um, she's a cool girl. I follow her on Twitter, Fro Plus Fashion. Shouts out to Shamika. Um, she does TikToks all the time, and it's hilarious. I think they're so funny to me. Um, and so she creates like <laughs> she does like parodies of like video game characters, like Christmas elf, and you know this is my you know Christmas decorations. She just wears the outfits that she was already going to be posting on her Instagram. In the TikTok, she shares that this is where the outfit's from. But because the TikTok is funny, now you have no, now you are noticing the outfit she's wearing. And on top of that, you're seeing her TikTok. So it actually worked in both ways. So I think that's really cool. And I, I do think that if you're creative like that, go for it. But if you're, if you're not really like a funny person or like creative or whatever, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get on there just right yet. Like, it's not like, ooh, I got to be on everything. Like, you don't have to be on everything. Like, it really doesn't need all that. Like, the main ones that businesses could really just utilize, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, depending on the brand, right? And that's really it. You don't really have to do too much. Um, the the thing about TikTok and, and apps like that, it's, it's first of all, if uh, other the market is young. That's what I was trying to say. The market is young, right? So it's young people that are on here doing what young people do, you know, lip syncing and practicing their dance moves. So like back in the day, we would practice our dance moves in the mirror. These people are practicing it on their phones with TikTok and they're sharing it, right? No different. So I guess in my opinion, if you're going to be doing TikTok... <laughs> you're going to do it for that purpose, for that target market, because nobody's going to see it. If your audience or your market is a bunch of 30 something year olds, why are you on TikTok? 
Be mindful, like if you're going to get on these apps, research who the audience is, who's using these apps. Because if you're getting on this app and it's like a bunch of 16 year olds, but your target audience is 45, TikTok ain't the app for you. But if you're a children's game or a children's toy, or if you're, uh, you know, trying to sell something that geared towards, you know, teenagers, lip gloss, makeup, any of those different things that kind of go towards that audience, absolutely bring you behind the TikTok because now you have something there. Now, if you're not creative and you're not funny, all those good things, and you need to get somebody in, you need to get somebody on board who knows this stuff, who is good at it, and is funny. I also would say shy away from using your children to do things because then you might end up messing your brand up, right? Because what may seem appropriate to them is actually inappropriate for your business. So also be mindful of that too, when you're doing things like that by sharing things on TikTok and any of these apps anyway. So that's my opinion with that. I honestly feel like we um, have to just know the just know the stuff before we get on there and and get get you know get the info but you know do it the right way right um shout out to one of my old clients which is the Wiggins agency um they had a really good infographic about TikTok actually a few days ago and um i'm going to read it because it was an it was very informative and they established themselves as experts, which I love, as you know. So Wiggins Agency said with TikTok, um, it's ideal if your target audience is primarily made up of Gen Z, right? Which is the younger, um, um, younger the younger audience. They're also cool for brands that ties to music. That's something that I should should have mentioned. So if you have something that is musical, if you're a music store, TikTok actually works for you. Um, oh God, I love the store. And I just, the name just escaped me. That music, the music store where the musicians go to get their music things, that place, whatever, um, that store. Why am I thinking Ace Hardware? <laughs> it's not Ace Hardware. <laughs> Oh, goodness. It's that music store, the guitar, that one, right? Sam's, Sam's Music. I got it. Woo, got it. Um, so those types of places, like those music-based businesses, you could use TikTok. It's really great for you, right? It's also suited to trend-setting brands who want to be on the cutting edge. Now, that's a little vague. What that means is if you're like a clothing brand or if you're, um, you know, like I said, makeup, things like that. Like if your brand works with younger audiences, then yeah, get on TikTok because then you can see if that would work for you, especially because they've got a lot of buying power in that their moms will buy stuff for them that, you know, that, you know, Christmas time is coming up. So stuff like that might help you um, over to, over time, right? So if you're going to put yourself in front of your target audience, TikTok would definitely be the place to go. You know, same thing as, and then of course, Instagram, Insta stories and all those other things that we talked about before. That's also really important. So yeah, make sure that you're using the right apps for the right um, audiences and putting the right content on each of those applications, right? Don't just throw it all out there and just see what sticks. Obviously, you're going to do that in the beginning because you don't know. You don't know if this is going to work here, but it worked there. I had a post that worked on Instagram, but didn't work on Facebook. But then I did something very similar on another post, worked on 
Facebook and not on Instagram. And I was just like, what is the difference? And so I had to go and look and research and check the insights and analytics. And I realized captions, you know, think li- the littlest things make a difference because people are picky, you know? So be mindful of that. Everything changes and it always keeps changing. You don't know. One of these powerhouses is going to buy out TikTok and then it's death to TikTok. Rest in peace to TikTok. Sorry for that, man. And it'll be, <laughs> and then that'll be it. Then what? Now what? All right. So that's it for this week. I hope you got something out of it. I really, really am excited to announce that I'm going to have more guests on my show. I'm going to be having some people call in within the next few weeks. Um, and I am going to do a Christmas episode um, with the birthday boy. Shout out to my supporting podcast, Abnormal Minds Podcast, NWO Podcast. Um, also, the Lick Read, in Ignite Agenda, and also um, Urban Sweet Podcast. You guys are really awesome because I've been seeing you guys supporting me and stuff, and I really want to say I appreciate you because I'm new and nobody knows me, nobody cares. But oh, for some reason, you guys do, and I think that's awesome. Anyway, so uh, if you are um, on Instagram and Facebook, please make sure to follow Brooklyn Social. I am Brooklyn underscore social on Instagram, as well as Brooklyn Social Media Marketing on Facebook. And I also have just launched my new YouTube channel where all of these episodes will be aired on YouTube. It's just social media will now have its own YouTube uh, show on the Plush Mommy's YouTube channel. So you can go and find the Plush Mommy on YouTube. First episode will be airing um, next week. I probably will just air the episodes the same time as I air my uh, podcast episodes every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. So keep an eye out for that. Check out all the old episodes that I had before. And we will be back in a jiffy. Thank you for listening. I love y'all. Peace and light and love. Bye-bye.